You are listening to the Crossroads Community Church Podcast. To learn more about CRCC, including worship times, visit us at crcconline.com. Everything has changed very rapidly, and where we're sitting today is not the same place that we were sitting just a few weeks ago. And, uh, and I don't mind telling you that I think that we would fool ourselves if, if we think we can come here and gather and I'm just going to jump into God's Word as if nothing's going on and just jump into to something. You know, I think we've got to pause. I think this is one of these moments that we've got to pause and hit the pause button. But before we do and before we jump into God's Word, will you guys do me a favor? Because I know there is a lot today that are joining us via our online. Can you guys welcome them? Man, we are so glad to have you guys. Uh, man, we appreciate you guys taking the time to do that. Uh, we're going to talk about all of that. Uh, I cannot emphasize enough. Church is who you are. It's not where you go. And so for you guys that are joining us, man, we are worshiping with you. Uh, we love you. We're praying for you. Uh, it is a privilege to have you guys join us. Uh, here's what I've realized. And we're going to end up in Philippians, Philippians chapter 4. If you want to get there on your app or on your phone or or whatever you're doing, we're going to end up in Philippians chapter 4, but, but I just wanted to take a second and honestly just sit down and, and just kind of have a, a sermon, but all of a sudden a heart to heart. Uh, I'll probably be emotional. I don't know of a time that I've prayed for you more and been more concerned with, with you and, and what we're doing and what God's calling us to do than I have the last few days. And... Uh, and I just want to kind of just share with you what's on, on my heart, uh, where we're going as a church, where we're going as a community, and to help you take a deep breath and me take a deep breath and kind of focus back in on who Christ is. And hopefully all of us leave here uh, excited about what God's doing, understanding a little bit more of who we are and what we do to, to move forward. And, and so one of the things that I've thought about as I've been thinking a lot about that is, is the fact that, you know, we, we've got to kind of talk about the elephant in the middle of the room. Uh, we are hitting uh, something that I don't know of, of anybody that's living right now that's ever seen a, anything like what's going on with this coronavirus. And rather than ignoring it, I just want to take a second and, and talk through it. And, and here's some things that I realized, first of all, before we dive into it, is you know, things, things can change quickly, can't they? I've been reminded of just how fragile life is and how quickly things can change. Uh, I mean, I don't think anybody sitting in this room really thought two weeks ago this is where we'd be sitting. Or even last Sunday, this is where we'd be sitting. But, but things still change quickly. The other thing I realized is that, you know what, this is not about sides. I want to encourage you through your social media and through the things that you say. Uh, here's the best way I can put it. Maturity is not always having to say everything that's in your mind. Maturity is knowing that you don't have to say everything that's in your mind. And I'm not one of these fuddy duds, and I've seen some stuff, and, you know, it, it, I get it. it. Some of it's funny, uh, but some of it's not. And so just, just know that. It, it's the, this right now is not about choosing sides. What it is about is loving people extremely well. Like the one thing I've realized and the thing that's driven me the most over the last few days is not what I believe or don't believe, what my opinion is or what it's not. What it is, I know that, you know, I, I, I mean, I love Jesus. And as much as I love Jesus, I love people, all of them, 
no matter what they're saying or not saying. I love all of them. And so that led me to the next point that I thought about that really is where this message came from. And you know what's always key in a love relationship? Great communication. Any relationship that's going to be successful, you've got to be able to communicate. And if you can't communicate, you can't communicate how you feel, you can't communicate about things when things get tough, if you can't talk about things, you can't communicate with things, I would question whether or not you really have a good relationship. And so today, I, I feel like we've got a great relationship. And so today, I just, I just want to communicate. I just want to hit a pause button. We're going to be in God's Word here in a minute. But I just want to talk about some things so we can all leave here on the same page. If you're a guest of us today, man, we love you. If you're joining us for the first time online, man, we are privileged to worship with you today. Out of all the days for you to come to visit, you get the button, because I wasn't expecting more than two people here, and we've very much superseded that, and it's good to see everybody. But if you're a guest, man, we love you. We would love for you to go by guest services. If you're online, man, we'd love for you to, to smash a thumbs up or do something, let us know that you're worshiping with us today so that I can go back and look at this and be praying for you. So if you're watching online, whether you're a member or not a member, man, let us know who, because we're going to be praying for you specifically. We're going to be communicating with you. And so with that being said, can I just go through some things that I want to hit, and then we're going to dive into God's Word. I think there's some things we just have to talk about so that we know what's going on. First of all, the question I wrote down is, you know, if communication's a big deal in a love relationship, then Mickey, how are we communicating? With everything that's going on, if we believe that church is something that you are, not somewhere that you go, then how are we going to keep doing church? We don't, we don't know what the future holds. How are we going to keep communicating? Well, there's three things that I want you to be aware of, and, and you're going to see some of this stuff go on the screen as we go through it, but, but we have made a very major effort, and I tip my hat uh, to Haley Bullington in particular. I call her Hey Hey, but your administrator, she does so much. She literally spent two or three hours yesterday at my kitchen table with me and Amy and, and a guest that we had, Mr. Tyler, and we were making sure we communicate and the website's up and we have a, a page that's, that's dedicated just to this coronavirus and to give you updates of what we're doing as a church. And it gives you all kinds of information. It gives you information of how to pray. It gives you information about services. It gives you all that. And I want to encourage you to go to that. On that page, there's also a place that you can text the number is 81010, so it's 81010. But if you were to text at, the at symbol, for, uh, CRCC423, to that. So if you text at CRCC423 to that 81010, you're going to be added to an email list, or I'm sorry, to a text list, that when we have updates, we'll just shoot them out to you, and you'll be able to stay informed of everything that's going on. At this current time, we do not have any plans of not meeting regularly on a Sunday morning in this worship center. Now, that could change, but we've been in contact with a lot of different leadership in our county and concerning this building. There are things that are going to be happening here. We've sanitized everything this morning. We've got an amazing gentleman that's a part of our church that's coming in this week to sanitize all the carpets and everything. We're, we're actually helping the school to make this more sanitized. But if anything was to change, it's going to be through that communication, through our social media platforms and the way we communicate. So make sure that you're aware of that. If there's ever a time that we couldn't gather, please know that we are still going to be live with worship every Sunday at 10 a.m. We will have this Mevo. Now, you may see me sitting at my house. 
and you may see Pastor Sam sitting with his guitar in Easton over here on a djembe or a conga or something. But Pastor Sam lives about 15 steps behind my house. We've got our own little crossroads commune over there. And him and I have already said that, you know what, every Sunday, even if we've got to go live from my house, we are going to make sure that we have an opportunity to worship Christ. So if you can't be here, for whatever reason, make sure you join us on Facebook, Facebook Live every Sunday at 10 o'clock. But those are the ways that we're going to be communicating. Not only have we done that, but Josh, the leader of our dream team for our kids, has already arranged that every Sunday at 945, on our website, you'll also see us dropping all of the kids' curriculum. So if you have a child, you'll be able to watch the video that's there and what they're going to be doing in their lessons, have all the material. And, and what I'm trying to tell you is that we're not going to stop in doing what we do to communicate and to love God and to love people, though we are going to be wise in the manner in which we communicate that. So as far as communication, you should be able to stay completely up to date with everything that's going on. The second thing that I wrote down before we dive into God's Word is, well, well what's, what's CRC's position with all this stuff going on? You know, Mickey, I'm worried. If we can't meet, what's going to happen at our church? You know, how are things going to go about? You know, what do we do? Listen, everything that we've ever done, we have access in 2020 to do online. Everything from live worship to online giving and all those different ways of support. Now, I don't mind telling you, our position right now as a church that you may not realize, in fact, we have a guest today that's come all the way down from up north, Mr. Jaime Ortiz, who was one of our elders and his lovely wife. He's now an overseer for our church, and we're glad to have your family with us. But because of their leadership and us working together, especially your active elders, over the last three and a half months, we have really pushed to build up an, a major emergency fund for Crossroads Community Church. We are sitting in a situation right now that if nothing took place for the next three months because we do not have any debt and we are a debt-free church, we would be able to meet all of our small bills that we have and never miss a lick. Not only that, but we have also already set up 10% every Sunday that goes into a community account. So when people have needs with all this going on, guess what? It's already there. You say, Mickey, why do you share that? I just want you to take a deep breath. And I want you to know, now this is going to seem strange, but if you need something, I need you to let us know. And I want you to, you know, you say, well, Mickey, I, I want to be obedient, and I want to continue to give to God through giving to the church. That is perfectly fine. And you need to know that right now, all the funds that are coming in, we're leveraging them to run to people in our community to help them with this outbreak that's going on with whichever way we can. And we'll talk a little bit more about that a little bit later. But just as a church, as far as our position, man, we're good. Do we have everything we've ever wanted? No, but we have everything that God needs us to have. And so we're okay. And I want you to know that your generosity over the last six, seven, eight months has been amazing. And we have been leveraging that for such a day like this. And so we're going to take that. So we're ready to go. But the one thing that I want you to know is with that, there's also an individual response. Yeah, I've talked a little bit about as far as our church, as far as the way we communicate. I've talked a little bit about our church as far as a position. 
you know, but there's also an individual response. And that's really when I dive in God's word and, and talk about individually, how do we respond biblically to a situation like today? Well, let's go to Philippians, Philippians chapter 4. Uh, it's where I think that God would have us be today and makes the most sense. And it simply says this, starting in verse 6, do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with the thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. Continuing in verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things. And the God of peace will be with you. I believe that we want to constantly be a people that is being proactive, not reactive, when our circumstances change. You hear me say a lot from this stage that our God defines our circumstances our circumstances don't define our God. My circumstances don't define my life. My God defines my circumstances which are in my life. And so because of that, I think this is a great concept that we lean into God's word. I cannot tell you what my life would be like this morning and where I would be emotionally and mentally in every aspect of myself if it wasn't for God's word and just diving in. My wife is probably tired of watching me just be consumed with all of this stuff and, and reading and studying and being in God's word and just like, I just want to know, God, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? And this is where God really led me. It's because of a few things. Number one in there, it talks about do not be anxious about anything. You know, we can also look, and I don't have all of these scriptures going to be up there, but you can go back, that's in verse 6, but you can also cross-reference that, and that same concept is what shows up in Matthew chapter 6. In Matthew chapter 6, there's a story that's being told where he says, do not be anxious about what you should eat or what you should wear or where these things like how you're going to provide for yourself, how you're going to be providing for your family. He says, if I take care of the birds of the air and the lilies of the field, how much more does your father care about you? And it's an amazing concept that I want you to know that despite there may be a lot of concern about what's going on, and a lot of concern about the unknown. There are some things that we do know. And we do know that God is still infatuated with you. God is still on his throne and consumed with you. God does not desire for you to be anxious. But he's going to provide for you. One of the ways he's going to provide for some of the people in our community is through people just like you. And just like me. And we're going to leverage, and we're going to talk about that in just a second. But the first response that I want you to know is, number one, let's make a commitment. That, you know what? We can be concerned, but let's not cross that bridge where we, where we enter some of those other traits that we're hearing people talk about. We know that nothing has caught God by surprise today. Nothing has happened where he went, well, darn, didn't see that coming. He's got this. He's got this. The second thing that we realize in there is not only he say not be anxious about anything, but he said, look, 
but in everything. By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Can I put it simple? If you don't have a prayer life, now's a real good time to start. Like if you want to understand how we can get into circumstances that are beyond our control, and as this scripture says, has a peace that surpasses our own understanding, you know what happens? It's because of a love relationship, and it goes back to what I said at the very beginning, and this communication that takes place. You know, if I have a relationship that's healthy, there's healthy communication. And the only time I start really questioning and getting worried and getting a little anxious about things is whenever I don't know what's going on. And whenever I re-engage in communication, all of a sudden I can re-engage in knowing some of the things that are going on. In this scripture, he says, you know what? Through prayer and supplication, with a spirit of thanksgiving, not a spirit of, of dread, but a spirit of thanksgiving, make your request known to God. And he says, and I will give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. Not only does he say that, but listen to the other things that he says. He says, this will give you a peace that surpasses all your understanding. And then look at what this peace will do. It will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I believe now is a great time to really be active in our communication with God. Because we've got to make a commitment to guard our hearts and also to guard our minds. And one of the greatest ways to do that is to be in constant communication with the God that created everything. He will have a way of speaking and leading and guiding and helping you to stay focused. To stay at the task at hand. To give you a spirit of discernment in moving forward. So that you can understand. I, I am very, this is not a political statement. I don't care who the president would have been. But I am thankful that the president of the United States this year, when this happened, said today, March the 15th would be a national day of prayer. I am thankful that our government leadership realizes that no matter what they're trying to put in order, there is a God that supersedes everything, and we need to petition and run to the creator, Yahweh. And it's not an American thing. It's across the world thing. I pray that you will join me and pray with the people that are in Italy that are praying to God. The people that are over in China that are praying to God. The people that are hitting all these situations that are praying to God. And pray with a spirit of faith, understanding what we say all the time. Faith is the conviction that he can and the hope that he will. So we don't pray saying, oh dear God, if it be you. No, we, we pray understanding that he can do whatever he wants to do. We're just praying out of the hope that he will. That he will. We'll do something amazing and miraculous to get the glory and to tell the story about how a God that intervened on something that could have been really bad, but he put a stop to it. So guard your hearts. Guard your minds. And one of the ways you can guard your mind is look at what these next scriptures says. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's anything excellent, if there's anything worthy of praise, Think about these things. You've heard me say before that your focus will determine the direction of your life. Right now, can I tell you the things that you spend your time dwelling on is going to end up being what impacts and where you find yourself really creating your mindset. This scripture is very clear not only about being anxious and, and through prayer and supplication with the spirit of thanksgiving that we can get this peace that surpasses all understanding, but we can stay in that peace if we will focus 
on the things that are worthy to focus on. Now, I don't say that out of a spirit of ignorance. I think we will be doing a lot of things in wisdom and discernment and God allowing us to move forward. But can I encourage you to look for the good, to look for the positive, to focus on the things that are worthy of praise, to focus on the things that are uplifting, to be knowledgeable of the things you need to be knowledgeable of, but to focus, to dwell, to find yourself constantly being consumed with the stuff that's worthy to be consumed with and just being knowledgeable of the things that could drag you down. You know, the amazing thing about this whole situation that hits me is that not only does it say think about these things, but it goes one step further in the next scripture. Can I read it? It says, not only think about these things, he says, what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me. This is verse 9. He says, practice them. Not only focus on these things, but practice these things. And the God of peace will be with you. So he's saying, you know what, as you're praying, and you're making your offering to God, and you're interceding on other people's behalf, and you're focusing on the things that he's dwelled in you, and the things that you've heard, and in his word, and these things are rising up. He says, dwell on these things, and not just dwell on them, but practice them. So it brings up another point that I wrote in my notes. So with all this going on, what's Crossroads going to practice? What are we going to practice? What are the things that we've dwelled on, and what are we going to practice? And I've wrote down just a few things, if that's okay. But here's what I know from God's word. In the Old Testament, in the Old Testament, in particular in Deuteronomy in the beginning of Joshua, whenever there was a group of people that seemed lost and was looking for deliverance and to get to a homeland, you know what he told them? Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous, for I am with you. Can I encourage each and every one of you, include myself, be strong and courageous. God has you in the business of being a tool that takes people that are bound in captivity into an amazing relationship of deliverance and freedom. We say it, know God, find freedom. And in that process, it takes, not just now, but it's always taken you being strong and courageous. New Testament-wise, it also talks about some of the same things. In Matthew chapter 25, verses 30 through 34 through 40, and you're not going to see it, but it gives us amazing understanding. In fact, do you mind if I just very quickly just flip over to it? I just, I just want to read one particular verse that kind of lets us know what's going on. And, and you've heard me speak on this before, starting in verse 34 of Matthew chapter 25. It said, then the king will say to those on his right, come, you who are blessed by my father. That, that's us, if you have a relationship with Christ. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. And then listen, here, here's one of the attributes. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. You know, there's an amazing concept in the New Testament that parallels with the Old Testament that says, you know what, our actions and the way we help people's needs is a very major point of the fruit that hangs on the tree that exudes the relationship we have with Christ. And so I want you to know that right now with all this craziness going on, 
Here's what's really been happening this last week that's really, 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 really cool. It, it, it really has blown my mind. I have had several calls from different leadership in our community who they have called and they said, hey, Mickey, can you guys help us do blank? Now I'm sitting there going, you know, out of all the people that you could call, all the amazing churches in our area, and they are amazing, all the whole lot bigger than us churches in this area, why in the world are you calling Crossroads? You want me to tell you why? It's because you've already been doing it. You've already been going to the people that are hungry and you've already been feeding them. You've already been going to the people that are thirsty and you've already been giving them drink. You've already been going to people when they're sick and you're visiting them and you're meeting need. You've already been, we've had babies being born and somebody has a baby and it's party time around Crossroads and we're showing up with onesies and and you guys are showing up and you're bringing food. Somebody has a shoulder surgery and next thing you know, you guys are going over the house. Hey, here's some chicken and here's some spaghetti and like you just, you're loving each other and you're great at it. And you know what we're going to do right now? We're going to keep loving each other. And we've had people responding saying, hey, Mickey, can Crossroads help with blank? And I want you to know that our answer is yes. In fact, I want to stick to my notes to make sure I don't miss something. Here's what I wrote down. We are going to be in the business of meeting needs. During the next however long, there will never be a time that we stop worshiping Christ and we stop helping and meeting people's needs. Now, are we going to be wise about it? Oh, you better believe it. You probably smelled the scent of Lysol when you came in the building today. We're going to be wise about it. We're not going to be silly. We're going to submit to authorities that are bigger than us, that are more knowledgeable than us. But we also are going to submit to an authority that's bigger than all of us, named Jesus Christ, Yahweh God, who's the Trinity three in one. And we're going to allow the Spirit to help guide us, the Father to submit to, and Jesus, who is one of our helpers, and go minister to needs like we always have. You say, Mickey, how are we going to do that? Well, let me give you three. The first thing I want you to know, this is just three, and I think this will grow. If you're online watching, or if you're here, and this happens, if you're an elderly or somebody that's a high-risk health person, you've had something happen in your life, and right now you don't need to get out, I want you to know that we are at your beck and call to be your personal shopper. You say, Mickey, you can't find anything at the grocery store. Today's not about that. But if you will tell me what you need, then as soon as we can find it, we would consider it a privilege to bring those bags to your house, put them by your door, knock on the door, and leave. We would love to assist in meeting your needs if you need a personal shopper. The second thing, we have been contacted by several different people, county and city, to help assist in feeding some children in our area while the schools are shut down. You say, Mickey, what did you say? I said, we can't do that. We don't don't feed children that need to be fed. No, I said, what do you need? Do you know this and this? We are one of the top free and reduced lunch areas in the United States of America. I was getting percentages anywhere from 60, depending on the school, to 90% of the school, now we got several schools in our area that are, not, that are free or reduced lunch. We are one of the top, not in our state, in our country. And so they have been communicating, we've been communicating with them, 
because I had this idea that we'll just go buy a bunch of Lunchables and have a drive-thru, and you come up and get a Lunchable and a juice box. And they said, Mickey, that sounds great, but we already got it covered. What we need is two different people. And today, when you leave, or today online, if this is something you want to do, you can put it in the comments. You can sign up for one of two areas. You can sign up for, hey, I will go help serve a meal. Breakfast or lunch, Tuesday through Friday. There's six different locations. Or you could sign up and say, I will take food to a house that needs food. Either one of those. It'll be breakfast and lunch, Tuesday through Friday. You say, is that all the details you have? Right now we do. But I'll also tell you, we're going to have major communication. Even this afternoon, you need to be checking. We'll be dropping some stuff. If this interests you, I encourage you to text at CRCC423 to 81010 so we can let you know. And it may be something that you just want to participate in. You say, Mickey, you know, is, is that something like for my, for my whole family? Listen, we are not going to make the decisions for you. We're going to give you the information, and we think you're very wise, and allow you through prayer and supplication and through being in God's Word to make healthy decisions for yourself. But if you're in a situation and you need food or you need assistance, we're going to help you, whether that be a personal shopper or whether that be going and rallying around our community. Now, please don't mishear me. We're not the only church that's going to help. Amazingly enough, I've met with a lot of pastors. I've talked to several pastors, not just in our area, but around the state. And it's cool to see the churches rallying together. The only thing that I'm going to tell you is we're going to help, but we're not going to let it be a crossroads thing. We're showing up as sons and daughters of a king, not a member of a church. And if that interests you, today at guest services, you don't have to pick anything up to sign. We got one person with one pen. May have two people, each with their own pen. And all you got to do when you leave today is say, my name's Mickey Clark, this is my number, and I would like to deliver meals if you need it. And they're going to write your name. And then we're going to pass that on, and we're going to communicate, we're going to help organize, and we're going to get to the major powers that are doing great leadership work. Guys, you should, you should really be excited and thankful for the leadership that you have, not only in our community, but especially in our schools. It is amazing the people I've been talking to and the things they've been doing. It's not common. I mean, it, it really is. Like, I tip my hat. we got some amazing administrators. We've got amazing directors of schools. We've got amazing school board. I mean, like, these people are on it. Like, we are blessed. And so just know that's one of the ways we're going to do it. But the last one is a little bit different, is that I want you to know that as a church, our resources are your resources. Your generosity is our generosity. What do I mean by that? Anything we can do to leverage the resources of our church to expand the influence of your life, the answer is yes. We will leverage all of our resources to empower your influence in meeting people's needs. You may have that God put it on your heart and you've you got some families around your neighborhood that, that you're wanting to host a little, little, little sack lunches around your neighborhood. Man, I'd love to do that. I just, you know, things are tight and I'm trying to figure this. Let me know. 
You say, well, how can I do that? Well, they're going to put up a slide that's going to give you all of our staff's information. It has my cell number. It has Haley's cell number. It has Sam's cell number. You, you say, well, can we just use those? Yeah, that's what they're there for. Are you worried about those getting out? Ain't none of us that important. We're just glad to be a part. But I will tell you this, between myself, between Haley, between Sam, and then we get in contact with our elders, even our overseers, with other people, we will leverage, I will leverage every relationship and influence that I've ever had to empower yours. Can I put a cap on this? Here's what I want us to do. I want us to be life-giving. In a time when everybody's worried about life, you know what I want us to do? I, I wrote it down very simply. Let's be life-giving. Like either the vision is what it is or it's not. Either it fits in the dark times or it's not good in the light times. See, Mickey, I, I don't know if I can do that. I, do, I, I, I don't know if I can do that. Can I give you one more scripture? One more scripture. It's found in Psalms. It's Psalms chapter 46, verse 1. This is where I found most of my strength. It says this. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. A very present help in trouble. See, he's more than just our refuge. He's more than just our strength. He's more than just the giver of a peace that surpasses all understanding. He is present. He's here. He's with you. Even in times of trouble. You know, the, the crazy part about this epidemic It's funny and not funny that I, that I want to say very, very carefully is, you know, you, you have some people that go, oh, you know, it's easy. Just all you got to do is wash your hands. And, and it's really not. That very much would help prevent. But there's obviously something more going on. But you know what I kept thinking about? Is, and I, I want to be real careful here. But it reminds me of, of something else that's spread throughout our culture called sin. And Scripture tells us that all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And because of that sin, you know what it says? The wages of that sin is death. You know, we have a lot of people that are consumed right now with this virus. And, and again, I want to be real careful here. I, I don't want to over-spiritualize this. But not only am I consumed about us being life-giving in our community, but I'm also consumed with the spiritual nature of people in our world. You know what? God doesn't say, wash your hands. But he says, if you'll turn to him, that same disease of sin, that the wages of its death, and it's the reason why all of us die, he says, I'll give you life and give you life more abundantly. You know, 
the coronavirus, it isn't that simple as washing your hands. But I can I tell you, for, for, the, for the, the whole theme of God's word and redemption, it is that simple of accepting Christ as your Lord and Savior. You move from a, a life that's leading to death to a life that's everlasting. And that's where the peace and the strength comes. And so I want you to do this. I want you to love people well. I want you to love God well. And I want us to make a commitment to say, you know what? Because we can, and as long as we can, with wisdom and discernment, we are going to run to people. If you were encouraged by today's podcast and would like to experience other talks, visit us at crcconline.com.